Hello, Oregon. It's Monday, November 23rd. This is Elliot News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Portland-area hospitals are preparing for a potential surge in COVID-19 patients. They've created plans to repurpose hundreds of hospital beds and arranged for refrigerated trucks to store the dead. The preparations come as Oregon this week surpassed several worrisome markers. More than 400 people actively hospitalized with COVID-19, cases averaging more than 1,000 a day, and the reported daily death toll reaching 20 for the first time. Leaders of major hospitals in Portland have held daily phone calls to discuss how to manage cases and juggle available staff, hospital beds, and intensive care units across northwest Oregon. Oregon has about 4,500 non-critical care hospital beds with dedicated staff statewide, and the system is currently at 88% capacity, with a tighter supply in the metro area where beds are 92% full. It's a similar story for the state's roughly 720 staffed intensive care unit beds, which are at 82% capacity statewide and 90% full in the metro area. Oregon's timber industry, made up of companies small and large, is still counting its losses from this year's catastrophic wildfires. Nobody has a credible number yet, but it's huge. One industry estimate is that the fires burned or damaged trees that might have produced 15 billion board feet of timber, or nearly four times what Oregon's industry harvests each year. Logging and hauling contractors, many of them family-run outfits built over generations, took a heavy hit, not only in burned equipment, but also idled operations, lost payroll, and other costs. The ripple effects will spread through the sector, Experts say there will be pressure on federal managers to boost logging on public lands to make up for the lost supply, a controversial move that could court opposition from conservation groups. Oregon police agencies and sheriffs are struggling with how to enforce Governor Kate Brown's latest stay-home orders, or whether they should enforce them at all. The emergency orders restrict gatherings of more than six people, even in private homes, A few sheriffs and police chiefs, including authorities in Lynn County and Marion County, home to the state capitol, have said they will disregard the orders and not make arrests or otherwise seek to punish people. Penalties for ignoring the restrictions could include a fine of up to $1,250 and up to 30 days in jail. The orders will last until at least December 2nd. When you hear some of music's biggest names play guitar, you can thank a Portland man and his backyard workshop. For more than a decade, 46-year-old Gil Devine has been making electric guitar cables from behind his southeast Portland home. Devine worked as a touring guitar tech, and when cables failed, he had to walk out on stage and troubleshoot the problem in front of angry fans. So he started handmaking his own that wouldn't break down. He counts among his customers Bob Dylan, Lucinda Williams, and Jeff Tweedy, and he created the custom purple cables used by the artist Prince before he died in 2016. Thanks for listening. Find more news at OregonLive.com and support our local journalism with a subscription at OregonLive.com slash pod support.